Listen to God's Word for January 18th. Today's reading is Genesis 28 through 30. May God bless this reading of His Word. Genesis 28 So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him. Do not take a wife from the Canaanite women, he commanded. Go at once to Paden Aram, to the house of your mother's father Bethuel, and take a wife from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you may become a company of peoples. And may he give the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants, so that you may possess the land where you dwell as a foreigner, the land God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob to Paden Aram, to Laban the son of Bethuel the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob, and sent him to Paden Aram to take a wife there, commanding him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother, and gone to Paden Aram. And seeing that his father Isaac disapproved of the Canaanite women, Esau went to Ishmael, and married Mahalath, the sister of Nebaioth, and daughter of Abraham's son Ishmael, in addition to the wives he already had. Meanwhile Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. On reaching a certain place he spent the night there because the sun had set. And taking one of the stones from that place, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. And Jacob had a dream about a ladder that rested on the earth, with its top reaching up to heaven, and God's angels were going up and down the ladder. And there at the top the Lord was standing, and saying, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you now lie. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and east and north and south. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Look, I am with you, and I will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob woke up, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was unaware of it. And he was afraid, and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning Jacob took the stone that he had placed under his head, and he set it up as a pillar. He poured oil on top of it, and he called that place Bethel, though previously the city had been named Luz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and watch over me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food to eat and clothes to wear, so that I may return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God. And this stone I have set up as a pillar will be God's house, and of all that you give me I will surely give you a tenth. Genesis 29 Jacob resumed his journey and came to the land of the people of the east. He looked and saw a well in the field, and near it lay three flocks of sheep, because the sheep were watered from this well. And a large stone covered the mouth of the well. When all the flocks had been gathered there, the shepherds would roll away the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep. 
Then they would return the stone to its place over the mouth of the well. My brothers, Jacob asked the shepherds, where are you from? We are from Haran, they answered. Do you know Laban, the grandson of Nahor? Jacob asked. We know him, they replied. Is he well? Jacob inquired. Yes, they answered, and here comes his daughter Rachel with his sheep. Look, said Jacob, it is still broad daylight. It is not yet time to gather the livestock. Water the sheep and take them back to pasture. But they replied, We cannot until all the flocks have been gathered and the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the well. Then we will water the sheep. While he was still speaking with them, Rachel arrived with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. As soon as Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of his mother's brother Laban, with Laban's sheep, he went up and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well, and watered his uncle's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. He told Rachel that he was Rebekah's son, a relative of her father, and she ran and told her father. When Laban heard the news about his sister's son Jacob, he ran out to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his home, where Jacob told him all that had happened. Then Laban declared, You are indeed my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with him a month, Laban said to him, Just because you are my relative, should you work for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older was named Leah, and the younger was named Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel was shapely and beautiful. Since Jacob loved Rachel, he answered, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter Rachel. Laban replied, Better that I give her to you than to another. Stay here with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, yet it seemed but a few days because of his love for her. Finally Jacob said to Laban, Grant me my wife, for my time is complete, and I want to sleep with her. So Laban invited all the men of that place and prepared a feast. But when evening came, Laban took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob, and he slept with her. And Laban gave his servant girl Zilpah to his daughter Leah as her maidservant. When morning came, there was Leah. What have you done to me? Jacob said to Laban. Wasn't it for Rachel that I served you? Why have you deceived me? Laban replied, It is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older. Finish this week's celebration, and we will give you the younger one in return for another seven years of work. And Jacob did just that. He finished the week's celebration, and Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban also gave his servant girl Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maidservant. Jacob slept with Rachel as well, and indeed he loved Rachel more than Leah. So he worked for Laban another seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and gave birth to a son, and she named him Reuben, for she said, The Lord has seen my affliction. Surely my husband will love me now. Again she conceived and gave birth to a son, and she said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has given me this son as well. So she named him Simeon. Once again Leah conceived and gave birth to a son, and she said, Now at last my husband will become attached to me, 
because I have borne him three sons. So he was named Levi. And once more she conceived, and gave birth to a son, and said, This time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Then Leah stopped having children. Genesis 30 When Rachel saw that she was not bearing any children for Jacob, she envied her sister. Give me children, or I will die, she said to Jacob. Jacob became angry with Rachel and said, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld children from you? Then she said, Here is my maidservant Bilhah. Sleep with her, that she may bear children for me, so that through her I too can build a family. So Rachel gave Jacob her servant Bilhah as a wife, and he slept with her, and Bilhah conceived and bore him a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me. He has heard my plea and given me a son. So she named him Dan. And Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, In my great struggles I have wrestled with my sister and won. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had stopped having children, she gave her servant Zilpah to Jacob as a wife. And Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, How fortunate! So she named him Gad. When Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son, Leah said, How happy I am! For the women call me happy. So she named him Asher. Now during the wheat harvest, Reuben went out and found some mandrakes in the field. When he brought them to his mother, Rachel begged Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leah replied, Is it not enough that you have taken away my husband? Now you want to take my son's mandrakes as well? Very well, said Rachel. He may sleep with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came in from the field that evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come with me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he slept with her that night. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore a fifth son to Jacob. Then Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my maidservant to my husband, so she named him Issachar. Again Leah conceived and bore a sixth son to Jacob. God has given me a good gift, she said. This time my husband will honor me, because I have borne him six sons. And she named him Zebulun. After that, Leah gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and opened her womb, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. God has taken away my shame, she said. She named him Joseph, and said, May the Lord add to me another son. Now after Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way, so I can return to my homeland. Give me my wives and children for whom I have served you, that I may go on my way. You know how hard I have worked for you. But Laban replied, If I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. And he added, Name your wages, and I will pay them. Then Jacob answered, You know how I have served you, and how your livestock have thrived under my care. Indeed, you had very little before my arrival, but now your wealth has increased many times over. The Lord has blessed you wherever I set foot. 
But now, when may I also provide for my own household? What can I give you? Laban asked. You do not need to give me anything, Jacob replied. If you do this one thing for me, I will keep on shepherding and keeping your flocks. Let me go through all your flocks today, and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark-colored lamb, and every spotted or speckled goat. These will be my wages. So my honesty will testify for me when you come to check on my wages in the future. If I have any goats that are not speckled or spotted, or any lambs that are not dark-colored, they will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. Let it be as you have said. That very day Laban removed all the streaked or spotted male goats, and every speckled or spotted female goat, every one that had any white on it, and every dark-colored lamb, and he placed them under the care of his sons. Then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob was shepherding the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob, however, took fresh branches of poplar, almond, and plane trees, and peeled the bark, exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he set the peeled branches in the watering troughs in front of the flocks coming in to drink. So when the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they mated in front of the branches, and they bore young that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Jacob set apart the young, but made the rest face the streaked, dark-colored sheep in Laban's flocks. Then he set his own stock apart, and did not put them with Laban's animals. Whenever the stronger females of the flock were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs, in full view of the animals, so that they would breed in front of the branches. But if the animals were weak, he did not set out the branches. So the weaker animals went to Laban, and the stronger ones to Jacob. Thus Jacob became exceedingly prosperous. He owned large flocks, maidservants and menservants, and camels and donkeys. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.